Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Around the Record with me, Mike. Me, Greg. And Ben. 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 Yeah, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> we, we gotta we gotta definitely start coaching our guests on right? uh, when to say their name. <laughs> you know, we're, we're actually we're sounding more excited though. <laughs> I, I am pretty excited. I just feel like you know it was funny we were talking about having this earlier in the morning. Yeah. And man, I was pumped. And then I woke up and I went, that was really idealistic of me. <laughs> it's 9.30. <laughs> and I'm like, ah. I know. What's going on? It's so crazy. This is my, this is me at my best and my not earliest, but like least awake in yeah. terms of podcast session recording. I was actually ready. Um, Mike texted me and was like, you know, you know, still with a good time. And I was like, yeah. But I was still in the bed. But I was ready. Like I literally set my alarm to do this, <laughs> but I didn't want to get up yet. <laughs> so you know, if if I can develop some type of podcast in bed setup, that'd be dope. That would be what Nick Offerman has a Nick Offerman and his wife uh, Megan Mullally have a. A podcast it's called i think it's called from bed or something like that and they interview it's they just have like a king-size bed and they get their guests to like get in bed with them and they just do the, the whole interview from the bed let me guess oh my gosh Stephen curtis chapman's playing on the background i mean it's gotta be <laughs> what's happening <laughs> no if, if you if you listen to past episodes you'll get that joke um but yeah. uh <laughs> if not you're gonna be really confused really confused really confused but no, that's cool. I don't know if I would. So are people actually in their bedroom with them or are they interviewing them? It's like live in person on their bed. I don't know. I don't know if it's their bedroom or just like a set bed or something. Gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, I'm actually, I don't know which one's more uncomfortable, to be honest with you. Like, <laughs> can you imagine? Like, you get asked to go to some random person's house to do a podcast in their bed or you get called to go to some bed in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Yeah, I'm laying that set, bed, like <laughs> in some studio. It's yeah, called in some in studio that you know that like thirty other people have been in that bed. They're <laughs> like, Ugh. yeah. Yeah, I hope yeah. they wash the sheets in between every interview. I mean, but the, the pod, I just looked it up. The podcast, the podcast is called "In Bed with Nick and Megan." Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, what do they talk about? I'm having. I mean, I'm like, is it just random conversation or is it? like specifically bedtime conversations like melatonin honestly I, advice or I, I don't know i've never listened to it i'll have to check it out we just gave them free promo so hopefully yeah they, <laughs> they give us free promo <laughs> well i mean maybe they'll return the favor and talk about you guys yeah right and how we don't do it in bed yeah yeah and yeah, how, how we're all in very separate places at this point in time. Yes. Following the protocols, I guess, of yeah. the world. Not in someone's yeah. bed. Yeah. It's kind of weird. <laughs> but I don't know how we segue out of bed into Christmas, but I guess you have to get out of bed on Christmas morning to see what Santa Claus brought you. There it is. No, I, there it is. That I really like... Yeah, it it was. It really works. But I, you know, what I love to do on Christmas morning is to sleep super late. That's impossible. 
That, yeah, like the excitement of gifts. You don't just wake up running out of your bed or, more importantly, have somebody else, like, beating on your door, screaming at you to get out of bed. Oh, yes. I've experienced yeah. both of those times. It's coming for, for soon for Mike, I'm sure. But I tell you, it's the I mean, worst it's... because. But you I have mean, a kid. I, I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, it's, it's not. That's what I'm saying. One of these days, very soon for you. Honestly, very soon. But one of these days <laughs> for you, it's I hope, coming. I hope not. It's <laughs> hope not, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's like man. Our first thing is you you didn't go to sleep until three o'clock probably, right? Because you know things you got to do in life for that day, and your kid is waking up for Santa Claus at like five o'clock, <laughs> you know, six o'clock. So you're not really excited that morning, honestly. You're you're dying. <laughs> yeah so i don't know dang maybe tell him to sleep in a little bit i've never done 5 a.m to open gifts like i'm still in bed when i say early i mean like 37 30 like around that time frame which is early for my family to get up but yeah it's not that bad man last last christmas after santa claus came and he brought his he did he did his thing as he does, um, it, it had to be, it had to be, and this is no exaggeration, like six o'clock, had to be like six o'clock. And, and, um, we had Christmas last year with my, one of my best friends in um, in Florida. And we all, you should, if you could, if you could have recorded our faces, <laughs> the parents faces as the kids are <laughs> screaming at the top of their lungs, we're like, Oh, my, I mean, we're just trying to fake excitement. And it, it's, it's, it's the driest excitement <laughs> of all time. <laughs> it's crazy. You're not making a very good argument for children. No. I mean, th- the joy on their faces does not wake you up. <laughs> I put it like that. <laughs> it doesn't give you sleep. It, it just makes you feel like, great. <laughs> go play with your toys. Can I go back and lay but down? But now... <laughs> but now that's a great story for you and like uh ajr says a hundred bad days make a hundred good stories a hundred good stories make me interesting at parties so like that's really true. you're enhancing your party life that's very true that's right i mean they, <laughs> they enhance it and they destroy it at the same time like i think they probably <laughs> <laughs> destroy it more than they enhance it and <laughs> for real but um one day, being you know what pe- you got to do. What you got to do? You got to write a song about it. A Christmas song. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. About like not that. wanting to wake up on Christmas morning oh, because man. you done been up to four a.m. Yeah, that's that's true. And every 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 parent in the world will relate to that song, and it will make millions and billions of dollars. <laughs> There's no okay. doubt. Yeah, I mean, especially Ben with his his the way his future is going to go as far as like how many kids he wants to have. Um, you're gonna have lots of sleepless Christmases. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna be so tired. Don't speak that death <laughs> over me. <laughs> you're gonna be the most tired man in the world. So uh, just get ready. That's all. Get your sleep now. How like, many? How many children do you all want to have? So Ben is engaged. Everyone, if y'all don't know. Yes. Round of applause right here. Yeah. For that. And my fiance said she wanted to have nine to twelve kids. Yes. That's a lot of in kids in front of a whole lot of people. Yes. And I almost vomited <laughs> in my seat. 
that's a lot of that's a lot of Santa Claus. Yeah, here's here's my thing with like kids. Okay, there is a sweet spot with children. I say Mm -hmm. that one is actually too few because like if you only have one, and I'm speaking this to you, Greg, because I know you have one. Yes, yes, yes. They might end up being spoiled. They might think that the world is all about them or whatever. Also, two is too few because they have to get along with each other. But as soon as you have three, then if one little kid is being a punk, the other two can say, we're not going to play with you and go play with somebody else. And then they have to adapt and grow as a person in order to be better and more well-adjusted to society. Like light bullying among the children is something that I really believe in. Because mm-hmm. it like teaches great social skills and like how to negotiate, but then like <laughs> after three, I'm from a family of six, so I can go up to six, and I'm like, okay, that's possible. You don't lose your mind. I don't and know. After that, I go, that's too much. That's too much. You start saying seven, eight, nine. Holy crap! Where are you putting them? Yeah, and I, I mean. Yeah, it's so much. I mean, honestly, I only have one. I only have one, and I'm telling you, I don't know how much alcohol I would have to drink if I had nine. And that's straight up. Like, <laughs> I mean, well, I would. If you had nine children, you wouldn't be able to afford it. That's true. So I would be bumming that's it. That's true. You'd be very sober. <laughs> very sober. <laughs> Wishing I could not be sober. It would be like, what is going on? Like, why did I do this? The the. I mean. Just keep it 100%. The only thing good about having nine kids is the making of nine kids. And and that's no shade on anybody who has nine kids. Thank you for having them and bringing people into this world. But Christmas with nine kids is going to be trash. I mean, you could make <laughs> them do all the chores around the house and then you wouldn't have to do anything. That would be all right. They're not going to listen. That's true. <laughs> Whenever you start training them and they start getting older, you actually really luck out because, I mean, when you're like 80 years old and you got nine kids and like 20 some grandkids you always that's true are you in crap all right so it's kind of an investment really i mean that's yeah. what my parents always told me is that, that they had kids to have someone to take the garbage out and clean the bathroom and do stuff like that yeah i mean i, tr- I definitely try to teach you know my, my boy to do those things and he's he's only he's only a kid like he's only nine so it's like he's he's starting to understand he has to have responsibility and do some things but um it's, it's a lot to teach one you know how to be the person they need to be and have the values they need to have but i guess I, you're right if you if you have one and, and you teach them all the way they can help you teach the other ones as they all yeah. grow up yeah and um keep them in line when you're somewhere losing your mind not to mention the stress yeah. and strain that it puts on your wife for having nine kids. <laughs> That's a lot, man. It she... depends. It depends on who it is. That's true. Listen, there are some people, all they want to be is a mommy. And they're like, where's number 10? And you're like, there, there isn't a number 10. <laughs> That's not what works for us. You're like sitting on the couch drinking a Gatorade. I don't think I can do it. I just don't think I can do it. This is can't. I mean, yeah. <laughs> look, I'm drinking Gatorade. <laughs> What's happened to me? <laughs> exactly. But 
Yeah, some people like live to be moms. Like yeah. my mom lives to be a mom. She bugs me daily. She makes baby blankets and says, "This is gonna be for my sweet little grain baby that's gonna be here in like a year or two. And I'm like, a year or two? Whoa! <laughs> no, 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 no. And then so she's like, she loves babies and she loves kids. Well, she so un- she wants more kids around. She understands. She does not want more oh, kids of her own. She wants more kids to exist. Yes. So that's like, that's the dealio. Like some people are like that, but I think a lot more people are not like that. Yes. Yes. Have that desire. Especially these days. Yeah. It's changing. It's shifting. Yeah. But Ben, are you the, are you the only child or not the only, uh, the oldest? (laughs) No, I'm second oldest. My sister is like dating some guy. She doesn't listen to this podcast, so I can say some guy. Oh man, she's gonna. Listen she won't to this get one. offended. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna tune in and be yeah. like, "What? Some guy? Some guy? Hey, whatever. <laughs> some guy? That's my guy. You're talking about? Or he'll oh, call you. He'll probably call whatever. you. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. He'll call you and tell you his he name. He saved in your phone. And it's just some guy. It's like, oh, some guy's calling me. <laughs> yeah. So some I'm gonna guy. put him as in her phone. Some guy, and she'll be like, "What? <laughs> I'm not answering who, that." Who is that? <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> she's dating. She's dating some guy. And <laughs> they're. Funny. I think that they want kids too, but I don't think that they want nine to twelve. I think they probably want like two or three, and they're calling it quits. I mean, smart people, smart, smart, <laughs> smart. <laughs> I think I'm. I think I'm gonna have one more, and then it's a wrap. Like it's hundred thousand percent over. It's gonna be like our family is now set at a unit of four. Well, and like you said, it depends on the people too. Like some people just want to have a lot of children, and that's their goal in life, and be parents, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I would. I kind of. I kind of want to adopt. Honestly, I like, think it'd be fun. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. Like, because I'm not gonna have like a ton of kids, and yeah. then like, but but you're not as attached to them for as long. Like, you adopt <laughs> and like five or six, and you get like three, you're already like halfway done. Facts because for me, the worst part, and this just sounds like I'm a bad person, but the worst part is <laughs> the the newborn, like the, the newborn phase, like the early part where they can't they can't do anything, like. They're literally just, they might as well be a book on a shelf. I mean, other than like, it's like you pick them up to read them and you make sure they stay undusty or whatever, but they can't like, (laughs) I don't know. They can't do anything for you. Dust it off every now and then put it back. Yeah. No, I can agree. The older a kid gets, the more interesting they are. Like I'm much more likely to hang out with like, a 12 year old even if like you know teenagers are angsty or whatever yeah, yeah. versus like a two-year-old because a two-year-old is just gonna like waddle around behind me exactly and, like want food 12 year old might be able to like play baseball or like yeah go run or do something they add something to something your you can, to your life they, yeah they, that you learn something, something you can communicate with. yeah for sure yeah 
I mean, it's the, you can instill your own interests in them and yes. act like they're their interests. Yes. You'd be like, oh, you love playing soccer, don't you? And then exactly. you take them out of the field. <laughs> yeah, it's Project great. On them. You're, you're dreaming goals for in their life, so on, so on, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's healthy. I see no repercussions. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, little little babies. Whatsoever. Not, I don't know. They're, they're cute. They make little cute noises and stuff like that, but... I mean, you know, I think it's old after a while. Like, you know, changing the, changing the diapers and, you know, all that type of stuff, man. I feel like that's for grandparents to enjoy. So that's why I just want to adopt a kid that's like 16. So um, <laughs> that's not that's not true. That's too yeah, old. they got two years that's left too, and then they're gone. <laughs> that's too <Yeah>. old. That's <laughs> too old. No. <laughs> I would say like five, four, four or five, perfect adoption age. For, for me, in my yeah. in my mind, yeah. But um, okay. Let's well, get, let's get back. To I Christmas. hope you do that. Let's get back to Christmas. Let's. <laughs> yeah, let's actually let's actually do this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I'm just saying that, Greg. That could be the ultimate Christmas gift. That's true. To a kid, two or three sweet little four or five year olds. That's pretty fast. That's man. our segue. That's true. Yeah. Let's give kids that yeah. need a good home. A Christmas gift of a good home, yeah. a good family, man. That's what I'm talking about. I would do that for sure. Yeah, I would do that. That would be a great Christmas gift for them. But on the other side of it, it would be really funny because someone said, "What'd you get for Christmas?" Uh, two kids. <laughs> <laughs> two kids. <laughs> what? Yes. Children. Can you imagine having giving birth on Christmas Day? I mean, this is I don't know. Oh my God. Like that would <laughs> just would be ask like Mary. Something. Yeah, let's get Mary on the next. Let's get Mary on the next podcast. Mary, how's it feel to <laughs> give birth to Jesus on the? But um, even though they say he was born on January six, I don't know the. I don't. I wasn't there, but yeah, yeah. whatever. You know, it's, uh, that's <laughs> the little fact. I mean, that could we could we could talk about. That's a whole nother podcast. It is. It is definitely <laughs> it is a whole another podcast. <laughs> I guess we should so, focus on the Christmas list. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Because we're never going to get back to the list. We're never. All right. <laughs> so let's let's recap everything that we did last week. Yes. So um, I'll, I'll just read the list here. So uh, we have, uh, out of this, the 15, we have O Tannenbaum by the Vince Guaraldi Trio, Wonderful Christmas by Paul McCarthy, most Wonderful Time of the Year by Andy Williams, All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey, The Christmas Song by Nat King Cole, Someday at Christmas by Stevie Wonder, The River by Joni Mitchell, This Christmas by Donny Hathaway, Mala Iki Mike, Mala Cut, Ma- you know, I, it was my song, I can't even say it. I say I just cut it, that you can't even say it. Cut. You gotta cut it. You can't even say it. You Ma- gotta cut it. Mala Mike, Snoopy's Christmas by the Royal Guardsmen, let It Snow by Boys to Men, White Christmas by The Drifters, Hark the Herald Angels Sing by Sufjan Stevens, Silver Bells by Dean Martin, and we realized that we had only got 14 because we crossed off Santa Claus is Coming to Town by the Jackson 5, so we actually, before we started recording, we added Run Run Rudolph by Chuck Berry. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Um, which is a great ad. Great addition. Great addition. Um, yeah, yeah. And so now we're going to break these down, man. We're going to break these down to 10. It's not, it seems like it's going to be easy to kill five, but it's not going to be easy to kill five. No, it's not going to be easy. But, um, 
So how are we going to do this? Because right now they're in no order. They're just words on a page, um, a list. So are we going to start well, from number one? <laughs> you know what? That that can kind of work. That works. Going yeah. from one on down and deciding whether to keep it or to ax it. Right, to move it, to move it down instead of moving it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or do we just want to like build it, like literally start at number one? Like this is the greatest one off this list. This is the second greatest one off this list. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's what. <laughs> I think that's what we just said. <laughs> that's. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I totally misunderstood that. <laughs> yeah, let's let's start with number one. Unless, let's, let's do exactly what you just said. <laughs> unless you like the, you want to save the reveal. You want it to be like a reveal. You know what I mean? Like, and the number one song, you know, I don't know. Or does no, it? No, no, no. I, I was confused. I thought y'all were saying just like pick, pick the 10 we wanted off the list and then rearrange them into one through 10. Oh, no, no, no. I think okay. we were, we were saying, say <laughs> let's start at number one and then, and then build down. And maybe move one down if you feel like as we go along the way that one doesn't belong at one anymore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. No, less confused now. Okay. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what we just said. Like, uh, who is this guy? First of all, but yeah. Are you even listening? Yeah. Like, <laughs> are you an imposter? This is not Mike. So let's see. I gotta. <laughs> I gotta get the list up again without making a mistake in closing out the um the meeting app. <laughs> Wait, ah, oh. all right, y'all can go. Who? Do, what, what song do you think should be number one? As I pull this list up, listen. Um, I think that our current number one should stay number one because I think it's the only Facts. one that we've all legitimately agreed on. Yes. Is O Tannenbaum. But yes, by Vince Guaraldi. As the number one yep. Christmas song of of all time. Yes. I love <laughs> that song, but I do not agree that it's number one of I feel like and now we're going off of what we said we were going off of before we got on the air, right? Of uh, yeah, yeah, those type of things. Um, well, wait a minute. Let's let's actually say it here. Okay. Um, so and Ben actually is the one who said this, and I think it's 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 he hit the nail on the head. It's perfect. It's what gives us. We're not necessarily going for like classic or iconic Christmas songs. We're going for what represents the Christmas spirit, what's cool, different, unique, um, what's different, like, from other cultures, other other aspects, from our opinion. So, it's what, what, what does that, what gives us the, the feeling of Christmas, the, the three of us. Yes. Yes. Is that, is that, is that accurately describe it, Ben? <laughs> Yeah, 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 like Spirit of Christmas, what Christmas means to us, while also touching on unique perspectives that we don't normally get to hear in our Christmas music. I think those were the two factors that were really like kind of defining our list before we got on the air. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. 
So with that in mind, I have to say that though Otan and Bomb is a great jam, beautiful song, um, I feel like the song that really embodies everything that we're trying to base this list, base this list off of is Nat King Cole, The Christmas Song. I feel like that's the number one song should be on this list. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, that's tough. It, it is. It's, yeah. And the, the reason the, the because Vince Guaraldi's song, as great as it is, doesn't have lyrics. A lot of times, Christmas songs lyrics put you in a place because it's setting the atmosphere. It's setting the um the scene, you know, by putting you in a place lyrically. Chestnuts roasting on open fire. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I don't know. I don't think necessarily a song has to have lyrics to put you in that place. Like Otan and Baum. And even the version of Winter Wonderland by the Count Basie Orchestra that doesn't have lyrics. Like, yeah. th- just the sound and the feelings of those songs put me in that Christmas mindset. Especially Otan and Bob, yeah. because it's so, it's so iconic with the Charlie Brown Christmas special. It is. Yeah, and I think that it's a lot. That, like, yeah, you have the weight of a full movie behind it that almost everybody in America has watched. And like associate some sort of fond memory with it. Like I remember where I was whenever I watched it for the first time, and mm-hmm. probably for the second and third time. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. to me, whenever I hear "Oh Tannenbaum," I actually get more fond memories, sort of dredged up from that than I oh. do from Nat King Cole. Just because gotcha. Nat King Cole, like you hear it on the radio, and it's a good song, but like in terms of hearing like my whole family around, yeah. Oh, Tannenbaum is like one of the few. No, it's a great, it's a great song. I just feel like, I I feel like, first of all, the Christmas song has been out longer, so it's had a chance to touch more generations, right? So it's, it's a song that's sustained over. I mean, not what a hundred years longer, at though. this point. Definitely much longer. Definitely, definitely. Well, yeah, come out. Oh, Tannenbaum didn't. I mean. Oh, Tannenbaum came out in like the 70s, maybe. I mean, this this version of it. Yeah. Yeah. The Christmas song, Nat King Cole, like the 30s. I mean, 30s, 40s. That's definitely been out a lot longer. And it's been. 1960. What's that? Oh, Bomb? No, it looks like the Christmas song didn't come out until 1960. No way. They're close. No, I gotta look that up myself. I don't trust. I don't yeah, trust. I'm just playing. No. Just... <laughs> no. <laughs> That's crazy though. If it came out in 1960, the way that the song feels like it came out, but the song is a much better song. I mean, it's crazy. I don't know. Let's see. The Christmas song. The Christmas song. Wait, no, no, no. That was an album. 1945. Okay. Cause I'm like, <laughs> Nat King Cole died. Um, like, I, I can't, I can't remember. I should know history right now, but I can't think of it in my head. But I, it was I know, the 60s, wasn't it? Yeah, it could, he couldn't have made that song. Christmas songs were popular, began in the 30s. Like they started to really become like every Christmas song that we, mm-hmm. that's a Christmas song that we cover all the time, dropped in the 30s. So, other than a couple of the few most good ones them, that came yeah. out, yeah, most of them came out in the 30s. So, um. And you said Tannenbaum came out when? In the 60s? 70s? 60s? I didn't look up Tannenbaum. <laughs> that one definitely. 
the point I'm trying to make is that the Christmas song has sustained and has not lost. Like, it's still the best song. People covered it forever and ever. Like, you say, like, She and Him has a better version of Rocking Around than Brenda Lee. Nobody has a better version of the Christmas song than Nat King Cole over almost close to coming up to, what is it, 80, 80 years or whatever it is. I don't know. Um, so I'm just saying. Iconic. It, it it holds everything that we're trying to say that it that it should have. Um, but we can I, you can put it at number two if you want to. <laughs> mm. See, Otanabaum was originally <laughs> written and published in 1824. Yeah, it's yeah. Oh. We, we don't want that version. We're not talking about that. That version is no, trash. No, oh. no we're not talking. <laughs> that version has lyrics. Too. Yeah, we're talking about. Scaraldi. 65. Exactly. Late 60, 70. So just like, um, I don't know. I don't so know. 20 years. Yes. That which, which is a lot of time. Decades, music changes in decades. From 70s to 80s, music is completely different in the 80s. Like, but the Christmas oh, yeah. song has sustained and never lost... It's steam never lost its appeal worldwide. Um, and you're right. Snoopy song, Snoopy song. I mean, a Snoopy. Otanabom has the backing of a cult classic. But um, and it's sustaining. But the Christmas song has the backing of the song. And we are debating songs right now. I and, mean, I, and I feel I, like. But wait a minute. You said worldwide appeal. Wouldn't it have more worldwide appeal if it doesn't have lyrics? If it's just a nice tune no. versus these English <laughs> lyrics? No way. No way. I'd, I'd, I'd also argue that the Vince Guaraldi version of Otanenbaum has gotten a life outside of Charlie Brown. No. Like, it's, it's definitely connected. People hear that song and think Charlie Brown. There's no, no doubt it's, about it's it. It's still connected, but it's, yeah. still, it's, still, uh, it's still gained it's, it's gained traction outside of that. Also, but you know what's crazy? People don't. I must. This is crazy. Vince Guaraldi himself hasn't even gained traction outside of the outside of the um, Snoopy of uh, uh, the, uh, the uh, peanuts, whatever it no. is, the peanuts. Like no, no, no. People literally say he is the peanuts. Like that's all he's done. They don't know that he's a great jazz musician. So it's like he literally has typecast himself as the peanuts piano player. This so the song is just I don't know. I mean, be it to a lesser extent, I know people who don't know who Nat King Cole is and just know the the Christmas song or different songs that he sings and they have no idea of who he was or even ever heard his name, maybe. But imagine how many people don't know who plays this song. Vince, no people, A lot of people don't know Vince Guaraldi. They just know this song is from the, the Peanuts. They probably think that the dude in the Peanuts plays it. Linus, whoever plays the piano. I mean... <laughs> Um, and it's like, if, <laughs> as far as fame goes, there's no way in the world that Vince Guaraldi is more famous than Nat King Cole. I mean, no, yeah, no, no, no we're no. not saying that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's just tough, man. I feel like it's a which one <laughs> to you? Which one puts you more in the Christmas spirit? Okay, Mike. Oh me, <laughs> um. That's a tough question. 
Ah. Honestly, I'm going to say Vince Guaraldi because oh. I love it so much. I would say that too. I would say that too. <laughs> and you know what? I say two subjective opinions override one subjective opinion. That's fine. We will move but I will... We will move it down later because I promise you. Well, wait, yeah, wait a minute. I'm gonna, uh, I'm I was going to say, say this. Go what ahead. What are you going to say, Ben? Oh, I was going to say that I am more than okay with putting Christmas Song by Nat King Cole at number two. Oh, okay. It's tough, I'm, man. I'm going to shake this up right now. Nope. Because <laughs> oh, for me, it's definitely Otan and Baum. Um, But I also see Greg's point. And the, like, masses of people, it's going to be the Christmas song. It is. So, I think we should do, and I'm even, I'm going to suggest this, and then even suggest a number three. <laughs> As okay. one, one being the Christmas song, Annette King Cole. Two being Otan and Baum by the Vince Guaraldi Trio. And number three... Being all I want for Christmas is you by Mariah Carey. Oh, I can go with you on one and two, but number three, number three, uh, come on. Bro. It's not that I hate Mariah Carey, even though I think it's becoming increasingly clear to myself that I might on some level harbor some yeah. unknown resentment against her. I think, you but just so- I think you just hate Mariah Carey. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I love Mariah. That might be it. I love you, Mariah Carey. Don't worry. Someone loves you on this podcast. <laughs> yes. But I feel like we we do better songs that can fit number three. Better yes, songs. But but that that is a great song. And her voice, I mean, come on, it's Mariah Carey. It's Mariah. Also, that is the out of all the songs on this list, that is probably the most popular song today. One hundred percent. I can see. I can see your points. And you know what? I'm just gonna roll with it. I'm gonna say for now. Okay, wait. That could Wh- be our who who should go over Mariah then, Ben? I mean, like, if you got if you got Otanabom and Christmas song, and then Mariah, which one of the other songs should replace her at three? Then give us a good strong, you know, case for that. <laughs> you know, I I feel like Silver Bells by Dean Martin is a better choice. I feel like that's also equally well known because like you you were saying earlier, like all these songs from the thirties and forties have been covered over and over and over again. Yeah. That if you were to pull any single one of those, they sort of tend to beat out the more modern popular songs from a generational standpoint. I understand that, but do you realize that Mar- Mariah Carey's song is doing exactly what the songs of the '30s has done? Like, and she's one of the only ones who has done it in decades. Mm. I yeah. mean, she could have dropped this song in the '30s, and we would be like, "Mariah Carey's <laughs> All My Christmas Is Whatever It Is" is one of the greatest songs. Like, she, you can't go anywhere without. I mean, grandmas know this song, man. Little 
infant mm-hmm. babies. I mean, <laughs> there's no one who <laughs> does not jam to this song. Honestly, I'd even I'd, I'd also argue that especially in the younger generation, they're gonna know Mariah Carey over Silver Bells. Yes, and it was crazy. Okay. Is Mariah Carey is is she's a '90s music artist. So for younger yes. kids right now to still make her relevant because of one Christmas song, her whole Christmas album is dope, but she's going to live forever because of her Christmas music, not because of her great pop music. It's yeah. Honestly, if I could be straight up, this song should be number one on our list. <laughs> but no, no, it really should, should be never number be number one. <laughs> but because you know it's it's more about like feeling and other things that we enjoy. I I enjoy the other songs better than her song, mm-hmm. but um, it, her song checks off all the boxes to be number one, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's it, definitely. I would argue that it is the most popular Christmas song today. No doubt about it. You know what? For the sake of her song not ending up at number one, I'll agree that it was at number three. Oh god! No, I don't. I don't think it should be number one on on our list. But no, I think the other two are definitely good where they're at. But it should definitely be the third, like above the rest of these songs. Yeah, it would be doing her okay. ma- a mad disservice, whatever, to put her mm-hmm. anything below three. Um, and like we said okay. last week, she's 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 come out with an original Christmas song. Like, like, let it snow with Boys to Midnight in the '90s, and that's a good song. It's a popular song, but it doesn't, it doesn't even come close to the popularity, no, of the Mariah Carey song. And all of these songs that are popular now, they they became super popular then. Yeah, and people are still recording these songs. Yeah, whereas she came out with an original song, and and hers is mm. so much more, um genreless is genreless like let it snow is a straight up you know soul r&b record so if you don't jam to soul r&b you're probably not gonna jam to the record even though it's a great song yeah mariah carey just made a christmas song like you know it has all the bells and whistles of a christmas song it has the, the little the sleigh sounds and uh, everything um so yeah it's it, a modern day santa baby almost Man, that's that's disrespecting kind of it, honestly. On, that's kind of disrespecting you're, it. You're telling me on that point that it's that's, a modern day Santa baby? It's definitely no, not. You know it's what? not that. You know it's what? not that. No, no, I'm saying like it's it's a modern day, like it's not it's not a Silver Bells, but it's a modern day song, much like Santa Baby did when it came out, that became popular. You're meaning you're meaning that it's not a sentimental mood type of song. It's it's not a re- it's not it's not a religious based song. No, 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 it, no, no. It's a pop song. Yeah, it's a pop song about what people feel like Christmas is about, um, shopping and getting things for Christmas. I mean, bam, it's a great song though. Who doesn't know the song? I mean, you know the song. Ben knows the song. Oh yeah. There you go. <laughs> we all know it. Exactly. All right. It's number three. It's number three. If you would have like finished, suggest... yeah. I'm gonna suggest four and five though, based off of that. I'm okay. gonna say number four is "Let It Snow," Boys to Men. 
because oh. of the originality aspect that we really seem to be leaning into. Or you know what? I would say either Let It Snow by Boys to Men or Someday at Christmas by Stevie Wonder. One of those two would have to be number four to kind of start cultivating this idea that we've been talking about with other perspectives being involved in our Christmas because the three that we have chosen right now mm. are pretty dang iconic. I mean, and so I think it should yeah. be one of those two. I see what you're saying. They are pretty, I mean, they're iconic and they're great though. That's the thing. But, uh, yeah, if I was to put, and this is, this is, this, this is not, this one is not, you guys are going to say no way on this one for sure. But, um, <laughs> I love the songs that you just mentioned, of course, but number four, based off of this list, in my opinion, um, <laughs> oh man, number four. Never, I'm not. I don't. I don't know. I. I will. <laughs> I don't know, man. I will put. <laughs> I will put this Christmas by Donny Hathaway as the number four no! song. I know. I know. I know. I know. You guys are gonna. You're gonna kill me on that one. But you don't. I don't. You just don't know how much it means. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> I wish there's a way for me to truly express the impact this song has. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's really hard. Cause I, it's it's really no way to. I can't back up. I can't back it up for some reason. I just can't think of a way to really show you how much this is the number one song. This is the number one song in black culture. <laughs> this Christmas, believe it or not, not Nat King Cole. You know what I mean? Like a great song. It is Donny Hathaway's This Christmas. But um, we can we cannot put him there. I know it's not. He's not gonna work. You guys are gonna kill it. So. So I, I mean I kind I know what you're saying. So like, this Christmas I've known that song forever, and my 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 grandma listened to that song. It was on, you know, she would sing it when it was on the radio, but she never knew who it was by. Right. So that's like that song. It's a holiday staple, and it's always going to be there. It is. But Donny Hathaway himself is a holiday staple. I don't know. I mean, we could say the same thing about Mariah Carey, though. It, it's Mariah Carey's career is is more not Christmas music than it is Christmas music. Um, she's a she's got ballads on top of ballads. That everybody knows. Like, I mean, so I don't know. Oh yeah, and the, I mean the the artists in their careers aren't really what we're ranking here. It's more of the song itself that they've done. Yeah. That's why that's why I'm yeah. like and you know Yeah, go ahead. Now I was just gonna say Stevie Wonder, his song is way less popular than Donny Hathaway's song. From yeah. the way that you talk about it, like I'd never heard of it before. But I think in terms of both it gives me a sense of Chris spirit in a unique way in terms of wanting to help my fellow man. It mm -hmm. brings everybody together. And we don't really have anything else like it on the list. And that's why I say it should be at number four. It's a great Versus song. It's a great song. I mean, I, like, I can agree. I can agree. Sweet. <laughs> I can agree. Yeah. I mean, I love Stevie Wonder's Sunday song. Christmas. What? 
said, Someday at Christmas someday, is number four. Someday at Christmas is number four. And it's so yeah. unfortunate that it is. But it is. It's fine. It's fine. It's, <laughs> it is fine. Oh, man. That's tough. I mean, honestly, for me, those two, like, four and five are a great spot for them. Mm-hmm. and But it's they're kind of interchangeable. Which one? Let us know in Someday at Christmas? No, um, this Christmas and someday at Christmas. Oh yeah, the yeah, two yeah. that we were just talking about. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can say that this Christmas can go at number five. I'm, I'm fine I would with respect that. that. That's a respectable play. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, and I definitely do. Like, I understand what you're saying, Ben. If we're if we're actually gonna do this, um based on a unique perspective from a Christmas song. Like that song someday at Christmas is totally different than anything else on this list. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It is. Uh Oh, I see him setting up for his Hawaiian song. I, I, I don't too. know if that was going to yeah. be I see it too. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I think we have to, we have to make sure that we stick to the fact that unique is cool. Right. But there's a bunch. I got. I know a unique song, yeah. a song by Afro Man. You ever heard Afro Man's Christmas album? Yeah. Lots of lots of <laughs> yes, unique songs on that that will it's never make great. this list. That will never make this list. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, <laughs> you don't you don't you don't want that. Um, I feel like we still have to make sure that I guess put weight on what truly matters. I don't know if the uniqueness is where the weight, the the largest weight should be when it comes to making this list. I like. Christmas spirit being a, a, a heavy weight, weighted one, and um, whatever the whatever the other thing was that we, we were trying to fit, whatever the other one was, but <laughs> the unique thing, I don't know, man. It's, that that would just we might as well take the top three songs down to like nine, ten, and nine, eight, and ten. I mean, know? that's not that's not the big argument though. With at least for me, if you're gonna talk about Christmas spirit, like look at the lyrics of "Someday at Christmas." if that doesn't put you in the Christmas spirit or at least the spirit to want to love people and, and give and help out. Right. Then... Yeah. I think these, these top four and five definitely have those things for sure. Um, so what, yes. what's your, what's your number six, Mike? I know you were you like, like Ben said, you were setting us up for something. So what you got? <laughs> I really, I honestly wasn't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> Uh, but I do think number six should probably, it, at least for me, out of what's left, it's going to be White Christmas by the Drifters. I agree. I cannot dispute that. Yeah, I can get behind that. I think White Christmas is big enough of a deal. Puts me in the holiday mood, at least. Yeah. It's okay. There's one we all agree on. Wow. I can't believe <laughs> it. Enough. We actually agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah that was Whoa. just up the bat. That that never happens. Never, never happens. <laughs> Let's see if we can keep the train going. Number seven. <laughs> what y'all got? Okay, what do what I have? Got? Number seven. What What do you think, Ben? What do you think for number seven? Listen, I don't know if it's necessarily number seven. But I'm gonna fight for River Marley by Marley. Joni Mitchell. Okay. I feel like that should I feel like that should be on the list. If we're talking about unique perspectives, and that song 
maybe it's not necessarily a Christmas mood, but it is a thoughtful mood. It does make you think after you listen to it. Yeah. And it does make you want to be a little bit more kind spirited towards your fellow man. So I say it's got enough of that Christmas spirit and it has a unique perspective for all the melancholy, sad people out there for me to put it down as number seven. Isn't it a breakup song? Yeah. For yeah, me, that's, that's the one straight up a breakup song. It is. <laughs> I mean, I like the song, but um, yeah, it's, it's not a bad like, song. Putting the breakup yeah, song. Literally her very first words though are it's coming down Christmas. Yeah. Like those are the first words out of her mouth. Yeah, it is a Christmas song. That's true. I mean it it's number over putting a, a breakup song over um what you got? Silver Bells, Let It Snow, um, um, Run Run Rudolph, Most Wonderful Time of the Year. It's it's tough to put a breakup song over songs that put you in the Christmas spirit. Um, so I've been I've just been kind of looking at this list and thinking of based on these songs for number seven, I'm gonna put a song up against the river. All mm-hmm. right, are you ready? Wonderful Christmas time by Paul McCartney. Wait, is that on the list? Ooh. Yeah, I don't even see yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, it was. Oh, I see it. I okay. think we wrote it down as like three or two or something. I see it. But, I see it. I see it. Dang, that's another song that I put on this list. So now I can't fight against myself. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Wait, hundred percent. Wonderful Christmas time kills the river every single day. Like, yeah, that song has to go on the list if we're if we're talking about river versus that. I mean, simply haven't that song is like a Christmas staple. At this point, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. it's one of those songs that when you go to Macy's or J.C. Penney's to shop for Christmas parents, it's like Christmas that, parents. All I want for Christmas is did you say Christmas someday parents? At Christmas. <laughs> you said shopping for the Christmas. Christmas. You only have a Christmas. Christmas parents. Presents. Christmas parents. Yeah, I gotta go to the J.C. Penney's and pick up uh, these new uh, Christmas parents. Oh man, this is a Black Mirror episode. But no, <laughs> when you're when you're at, like in in the store or on the radio or, or whatever, that's one of those songs that is gonna be played. Yeah, it is, no doubt. Yeah, listen, I put that song on there, so you know what? I'm gonna say do it. Put Paul McCartney as number seven. Yeah, we. I'm 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 hundred percent cool with that. That's I forgot that song. I didn't even see that song. I'm looking at the list and I'm like, oh, it is there. Yeah, that song and it's unique because it's not. Yeah, you know it, it. The vibe is different, you know. So that's that's pretty. That matches everything for sure. It's 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 another one, much like the Mariah Carey reports to men, that it's it's an original Christmas song that mm-hmm. became popular. Yeah, that's true, and it's great. It's a great song too. Yeah. Um. So in that case, then number eight, I'm pulling one out. I gotta I gotta get Boys to Men up there. I gotta keep <laughs> Let It Snow because that's a great song. And we were talking about like. The different emotions that Christmas brings. So far, we haven't we haven't dropped a song that brings that relationship love. So I think we gotta keep we gotta put Let It Snow up there. Plus, it talks yeah, about no, snow. Yeah, no, I can totally. <laughs> I'm totally behind you on the boys to men, but it could even be number four. So I'll say number eight. Number eight sounds solid. Yeah, I can I, see it. It's I, a it's a different, unique. 
it's it's not like anything else we have on the list. I can see it. Honestly, I kind of I'm I'm kind of thinking that I kind of agree with Ben that it should switch places with Stevie Wonder. You would switch that with this Christmas or Bula Sunday Christmas? I would because I feel like Let It Snow is a better song. <laughs> Someday at Christmas has better has a better meaning, like better like lyrically, it gone somewhere deeper. But let's go back to that later. I don't know. Keep going. Number nine. <laughs> I'm <torn>. okay. <laughs> I can't move this Christmas though, because I'm telling you, it's it's too big. But anyway, uh, <laughs> number nine. Staying there forever. It, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> number nine. It's tough. It's getting tough. It's getting tough. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Two, this is starting spots. to get really tough. Yeah. Um. Most wonderful time of the year by Andy Williams. Mm. Uh, <laughs> man. I think that's tough just because there's so many like classic people that I would say we've already added. Like we've already got Nat King Cole and we have so many like contenders for that spot, like Silver <laughs> by Dean Martin. Like there's a lot of like class stuff kind of floating around and it doesn't really stick out to me as like, oh, that's the one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's because you gotta play it. Go to your go to your YouTube and <laughs> and play the song. It will I mean I, I did this that's what I did for Nat King Cole's song. We were trying to battle old Tannenbaum. I went and I played both of the songs. And when Nat King Cole's song came on, I felt I feel it right now. I'm playing it right now. I'm telling you, there's no feeling like that song. It's number one. But go and play so, Most Wonderful Time of the Year and see what it makes you feel. I mean, I, at this point, that's what we have to do because it's getting so tough. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Now, now, what's it up against? I think that's my question. What's really battling for that number nine spot? Is it Silver Bells? I think somebody just mentioned Silver Bells. I did say Silver Bells. And I can yeah. see I can see Silver Bells taking that spot over over that song. See, I don't know. I don't know. I got to think about it. I do I, like I me some Andy Williams. I I'm, I like Silver Bells, but I don't think the Dean Martin version of Silver Bells is can contend with Andy Williams. Andy mm. Andy Williams, you're right. Andy Williams has probably a top five Christmas album of all you know of all time. I think. Um I think if we're gonna if we're gonna if we're gonna do this like like what we say cool, unique, different, something that brings a new perspective for a Christmas song to the table, I think we have to battle it against like Sufian's Hark the Heroine Who Sings. You don't wanna do that. Oh dang. I'm telling you, you do not want to do that because Andy Williams is killing that song. Absolutely destroying. Is he killing it? Yes. Because he's more iconic? It's just a better song. It's a better song and it puts you in a Christmas spirit way more. Like, I mean, you literally have to play the songs right now. I'm on YouTube as we're recording this. Shout out Listen, YouTube. I think whenever I listen to because I was re-listening to some of these songs this morning. 
Mm-hmm. I think that in terms of repeatability, I would say most wonderful of the year has like that repeatedly puts me in the Christmas spirit. Like whenever I went back and listened to Sufjan Stevens again with Hark the Herald Angels Sing, yeah. I still really enjoyed it, but it kind of it didn't do it as much for me the second go around. Like I listened to it and I still thought it was really sweet, but it's a little it's a little weird. Like you listen through it and you're like, hmm, all right, that was that was okay. Versus like, I don't know, you're kind of competing against like Christmas itself whenever you compete against Andy Williams. <laughs> exactly. You're you're literally it's it's no competition. It's no competition. But is that the if we're gonna try to do the the cool, different, or unique, like we talked about, is that putting another Christmas staple on there? What we want to do? Yes, mm. <laughs> we do. How many Christmas? We do have a lot of Christmas staples on there right now. Like, I don't know. I even think like, "Wonderful Christmas Time" or um, even "Let It Snow" by Boys to Men, like. I even think that those are like definitely on the more popular end of the spectrum versus Sufjan Stevens. Nobody has listened to. But do we want to make a <laughs> we want we want to make sure we make a list of songs that are actually like people are gonna I don't know enjoy listening to. I don't feel like putting Sufjan <laughs> Stevens on this list on Spotify wherever we're gonna put it. That's gonna be a song people skip every single time. It's gonna be like, oh, psh, next song. <laughs> like, I know so many people that enjoy Sufjan. That sounds like something you have for dinner. I mean, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get more Sufjan with my right? I mean, this I don't know. A, this is a call now. If if our <laughs> listeners, if you all like Sufjan Stevens, email us and tell us that. We're gonna if gonna get any email. Us email. And tell us you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, please, please email us about this. I mean, if you, unless you're Sufjan Stevens' mom, wife, brother, we don't want any of those people that are biased. We need people who actually don't care if he makes his list. But um, no, he cannot make this list over Andy. I don't think he can make it over Andy Williams, man. Like like Ben just said. Okay, he, <laughs> here's know. my opinion. I say Andy Williams goes on as our final classic song. Number but nine. then our tenth song, our clincher, is all of these weird songs that we have going against each other, like Sufjan Stevens' Heart the Herald Angels Sing or The River by Joni Mitchell. Yeah. Or uh, can't even say the Hawaiian name, Miri Karikimaka, something like that. Like, yeah. I think all of those need to kind of pit it out for spot 10. I agree. So let's go on and, and yeah. cut Run Run Rudolph then because that is a classic song. Yeah. That one can't yeah. make it. Yeah. I think it's got to go though. Yeah, that one's gone. Yeah. That one's gone. Farewell. <laughs> Bye, Chuck Berry. <laughs> Great. Nailed it. So, so, so okay. do you want to do that? Do you want to do number 10 is Between the River and Heart the Herald Angel Sings? There's the I was saying. The River, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. I even put down, like, Malik Kalikamaka and Snoopy's Christmas are also pretty, like, yeah, 
weird That's and true. like non-traditional. So I would say it's really kind of between those four songs as to which one really stands out. Makes the list. Yeah, which one makes a 10? Um I'm gonna say right now that Snoopy's Christmas song has to has to be has to be cut. It's not enjoyable to me. It's only enjoyable when no. I'm watching when I'm watching it. It's not I can't just sit there and jam to it. Um And I don't get it as a Christmas song either when I listen to it. Yeah, it's it's too like mili- okay. military style. Like it's just not I don't know. Yeah. Sorry, Snoopy. That's fair. That's fair. We chucked that. We chucked that straight out the window. Yes. Bye, Snoop. And Listen, also Kalikimaka, I would probably throw that out. Yeah. I'd say I'm gonna, no. <laughs> There's no yeah, way. Yeah, we tried it. So for me, I hear that all the time every year. And for me, that is a traditional Christmas song. Okay. But I mean, even with that opinion, if we're gonna if we're gonna try to pick something for number ten that's completely different, it's gotta go. Yeah. I agree. So that kind of brings it down to, I don't know. Do we want the homey feel? Wait a minute, though. I'm tell the you. Herald Angel sing. Hold up, before we go, before we go, before we go, before we go further. I would actually like. I would like the Hawaiian song over. Sufjan Stevens. Because the Hawaiian which song over Sufjan Stevens? Mala Haki. Mahome. I can't. I don't want to. Mala Kiki Maki. Yeah, I don't want to destroy. The, you like the, that one more than. Stevens, 100%. I'm telling you, Sufjan Stevens' song to me is a Greg hates Sufjan bomb. It's like <laughs> trash. It's not good. I mean, like I talked about it yesterday. It's it's just it's just not the the Hawaiian song actually feels. I can I can understand. I listen to it again. I can understand why Mike says it feels like Christmas for him because. When you listen to it, it does. I mean, once you get past the fact that it has the vibe of a Hawaiian vibe, you know what I mean? It still has all the Christmas elements in it. It really does. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to find it right now, but I don't know how to spell There it is. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, it, it, it was written by a Hawaiian guy talking about his experience. Like, it's about Christmas in Hawaii. Right. Yeah. I mean, and it was also in the movie Moana. I think it was. Really? I don't know. That's a YouTube thing. Okay, here's the one thing. I'm not even going to say that Sufjan Stevens' song sounds good. You got to have some pretty specific takes. Yes. but I think it sounds great. (laughs) Isn't a little bit of the point, though, that it does sound a little bit off? Uh, it sounds like he literally just got his fan together in his living room and he handed them instruments that they didn't know how to play. Like they were in like a, like one of those preschool classes where they like hand everybody like, you get the drums, you get this, you get this. And they just started like, you know, doing their own thing. Yes. But like, isn't that kind of the point of having this like strangely intimate family orchestra playing for you that you get to be privy to and a part of? That's actually a good point. Like that's the whole idea behind, you know, Christmas pretty much other than, you know, the birth of Christ, but being together with family. 
Now that you just said the birth of Christ, <laughs> we don't have any songs on this list that represent <laughs> um, that the truth of Christmas. We are going to the smoking section. Like, <laughs> we, we're headed straight for the smoking there, section. There's no doubt about unless, it. Unless we put down Hark the Herald Angels Sing because that does cover the idea of Christmas. But it's because trash. The newborn king. Um, <laughs> there's got to be another one. I mean, where's Silent Night? I mean, wasn't wasn't that on the list earlier? I mean, it's just like no, it wasn't. I don't think it was. Listen, I had Marley and Marley from Christmas Carol on there, and you ditched it. You said it yeah. was not the moralistic to play. That song wouldn't make. They it. talk about the afterlife at least. Yeah, no, we <laughs> did. We had two Silent Nights on this list, but either way, yeah, you had one and I, I had one remember. for sure. Um. I mean, I'm willing. I, I I do not want Sufjan Stevens on this top ten list. I feel like it would make the list completely trash. I wouldn't even download it on oh Spotify. My if that song was on this list, uh, <laughs> take my name, take my name off the podcast. I'm not downloading it. it. <laughs> oh man, I mean, it's just so. Are we battling that versus um the river? Is that what it is? I mean, if we're ditching out on the Hawaiian song, that would be it. Yeah. My, uh, do we have any <laughs> more songs that did not make this top 15 that we want to revisit and feel like it, it could possibly, that it fulfills every single one of the um, things that we're trying to get to? Because I'm just not sure if the if these songs that we have remaining are doing this list any justice right now? <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, are you saying one from like our original 30? Yeah, yeah. Or, Can we pull one from our original 30 over here to battle for this last spot? Because that, but what that has to do with the birth of Christ? Well, not necessarily, right? But that just fulfills the. But that was your biggest problem. Yes. Yeah, like, no. We definitely need something, but we're probably gonna have to pull from not even our thirty. We didn't. We didn't put a lot of songs on our thirty that had to do with the birth of Christ. <laughs> um. Mm. At all. So, if we if we want to go there, we have to pull from somewhere else. Or, plus the Sufi. No, I don't Stevens, think we should. If we're gonna. If we're gonna try to do this, if we want a song from the birth of Christ, we like we need to pull from our original thirty. Okay. So you know? Uh so. <laughs> looking at the thirty, I'm looking at this thirty and I realize that none of us listen to um Birth of Christ Christmas music. <laughs> uh we're jamming to the Unless Christian. it's silent night. I mean, silent night. Oh, come on! Uh, we, but I mean, Ben said he doesn't want to have oh. two Nat King Coles. Um. Yeah. Oh, come on! You faithful? Not really. Yeah. I mean, I I would be uh, all right with Oh, come on! You faithful by Nat King Cole. Really? Mm. Uh, let me play. Let me play it real quick. Where has 
get my head around it. Just because Nat King Cole is one of those artists that you can, I don't care how many times he's on there, I'm going to like it. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think through, like, yeah, that's a pretty, that's pretty dang traditional. Like, if you're, if you're thinking about like strong lyrics about the birth of Christ, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty high up there with Hark the Herald Angels Sing. So that is that our choice? Oh, come all ye faithful, beating out sweet little Sufyan that Greg will not have for dinner. <laughs> um, man, y'all gotta y'all gotta check out more of Sufyan's catalog. He's he's very good. He is. He is. I listened to um, Casimir Pulaski Day the other day, and I was like, this okay. is beautiful. Like, it's fantastic. But in terms of this list, if we're just going to hand the double trophy to Nat King Cole, who won't even appreciate it because he's dead. <laughs> he is. is he dead? I wouldn't he, know. No, he's definitely yeah, he's dead. Totally he's totally dead. Definitely he is? He is? Yeah. yeah. Rest I mean, in if peace. he's recording, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rest in peace to uh, the goat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um... But if we, if we want to go down that road, I, I will support it so that we work Christ in on a higher level. Yeah, I, I'm honestly, though, I mean, of course, we, we all love, you know, the Lord. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I don't know if I would put that song at number 10. <laughs> I think Nat King Cole has better Christmas songs and not just the Christmas song that's on the list already i mean i like i like oh come on you faithful but i think if we were going to so, put double nat king coles it probably wouldn't be that one um but uh i mean it definitely i guess it, it does fulfill it does put you in a christmas spirit right and it, it's I, I don't know if it's unique in any way but i don't know it's tough man uh, I mean, if we're, it's not unique. Well, I, you know, it's, it's, oh, come all you faithful. There's only so much you can do with it, yeah. but it is a culture that we have yet to represent on this list. Very true. And, and I just, yeah. Yeah. So, or we, or we can put the river. <laughs> we haven't really talked about the river at all. No, not really. Uh, so here's you know, nine songs about think... Christmas. Here's me breaking up with you. <laughs> <laughs> that well, is yeah. an awesome song, but I think the minute <laughs> I start to try and compete it with the theological, profound nature of God <laughs> becoming man, yes, I think that it loses pretty quickly. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's tough cuz now we're we're like we're picking a song to save the fact that we have completely <laughs> I don't know. We completely neglected our beliefs <laughs> on a list to share with the world and but you know something? So I y'all think... want y'all want camels or marlboros? <laughs> oh my god. I'm going to go with Newport's, man. Newport's from where I'm from. Newport. 
Newport's Newport is the dessert of cigarettes. It's like a pecan pie. <laughs> Heck um, yeah. Smoking section on the way. I mean, if you really want to go smoking section, let's just put Santa Baby versus um Oh Come All You Faithful and No. <laughs> no. no I, okay, here's my thing. If we're truly saying that we done screwed up and now we are trying to save this Christmas list. Yes. I say Sufjan Stevens. Oh because my <laughs> hear me out hear me out you're gonna lose your mind hear me out the reason why is because he has taken this faith-centered idea and brought it home to his family and we have this unique intimate setting where we are like seeing the faith acted out on an intimate level whereas the rest of the world does not see it so in the same way, our list, we have all of these random songs. But then whenever we get to the end, we smack them hard with what we really believe in our innermost hearts, in our inner circle, with our families. This is what we see. I mean, is that good? You have to get behind Ben. It. <laughs> ben is right. This song does actually check all of the boxes. Yeah, it does, but... Except for being good, is that like a on the list? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, <laughs> um, it it just feels like a camp. Like, I mean, I'm listening to it right now. <laughs> they they don't even sound excited when they're singing it. They're like, "All right, you heard it." I mean. Everybody at home, <laughs> listen to this song and listen to how they don't even want to be there. It's what it sounds like. It's like you forced a bunch of kids to get in there. Like you said, sing this song. But um, I understand. It's unique. It does check the box of the of the the spiritual aspects. <laughs> and, you know, it puts you in the Christmas spirit. <laughs> So I mean I guess we gotta I guess we gotta go with it for number ten. <laughs> That's tough. Oh my goodness. That is tough. That is tough. Oh man. It'll go on number ten this year and next year you guys will know to make a more spiritually minded list. <laughs> I mean one hundred percent. I mean yeah. We do one next year. I guess we can probably get you back too, Ben, for that. But you're a Christmas guy. I think. I think the big takeaway from this <laughs> is we need to read our Bibles more. No way. No, 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 no. You know, not, not saying no way. Not saying no way. Like, please, <laughs> please read your Bibles. Yes. I mean, <laughs> that's dumb. Man, we need to section. incorporate Jesus more into our lives. <laughs> At least into this Christmas list, for sure. I mean. Wow, this is bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm busting out my George McDonald. <laughs> Man, Nat King Cole has a better heart than Harold's. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. He does. It's better. You like that? You like that? Uh, right. Listen, the, the only reason why I'm against pulling like Nat King Cole's Random Harky Herald Angels sing is because number one, he's already on there. 
He is. Number two, he wasn't in our original 30. He wasn't. He was in our original 15. No, yeah. It's very true. Very true. No, he was in the original 30. But that not, King Cole's will come out you faithful. Not that song, though. Hark the Harold. Oh, yeah, Hark he was suggesting Herald. a different version yeah. of Hark the Harold than just saying. Yeah. yeah. wasn't in the original 30. No, let's just let's keep Sufi on. He, he, he made it. It's crazy how he made it. But, you know, it'll go down in history as... <laughs> The also ran, he gets to go in because he made a song. <laughs> it's like you ever you ever go to a talent show and one person sings a Christian song and they, they don't they don't get booed and they make it to the finals because nobody wants to boo Jesus. It's like even if the person is trash. And that's what I feel like we just did with this, putting them on this list. But it's fine. We will not boo. We will not boo Jesus. Not today. We will not eliminate. We will, we will not today. Not ever. Not ever. I not hope ever. when we show up at the pearly gates, first words out of God's mouth are "Good thing you put Sufjan Stevens on that." <laughs> People like you know, I was listening to your podcast, and he probably like I would have put yeah. Santa Baby up there myself. I mean, the ultimate fan. <laughs> Honestly, though, like that song, it puts me in the Christmas spirit. Which one? Yeah, it does it for me too. Sufjan Stevens. It's, it's different. It, it's it's very you know indie underground. It's, I like it, but I, I enjoy that type of music though. Also. Yeah. Me too. I think it just has to be done well, and I don't feel like he did it well. <laughs> that's that's the biggest thing. Like. That, <laughs> I love new, cool, cool versions of stuff, but man, I don't know. But yeah, so that we, we did it. We did it. We wait a minute. We did it. Did we do it for sure? We did. We so, did. So, so that, can you um listen list them for us, Mike? I don't have the list in front of me, but I'm sure you can drop one. Yeah, to I wrote 10. everything down. I wrote everything down. So one to ten. One is the Christmas song by Nat King Cole. Two is Otan and Bound by by the Vince Guaraldi Trio. Three is All I Want for Christmas is, is You by Mariah Carey. Four is Someday at Christmas by Stevie Wonder. Five is This Christmas by Donny Hathaway. Six is White Christmas by The Drifters. Seven is Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCarthy. Eight is Let It Snow by Boys to Men. Nine is Most Wonderful Time of the Year by Andy Williams. And ten is Hark the Herald Angel Sings by Sufjan Stevens. That's a great list. That's a pretty good list. That's a pretty good list. Pretty. That's a pretty good list. Um, well, we put With it on. mentions of Marley and Marley. Yes, yes. From Christmas Carol. And I think we said another one, and I forgot Charles, it because it wasn't Charles mine. Brown, please come home for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Charles, yeah, yeah. Charles yeah. Brown. Yeah, please come home for Christmas. Yeah. That's a good jam. That's a good jam. That's it. Yeah. And even if you, like... Greg, even if you don't necessarily like that version, like you still have to, it still does kind of go with everything. We wanted something unique, different, and unlike anything else. No, it does. 100%. It does. It's, it's well, it does. And I mean, yeah, no doubt. It, it gives you the Christmas spirit. It's unique. It's, it's everything that we need except for. <laughs> the, the, the other things that we don't that we need but yeah it's great <laughs> I'm, i mean i like the list it's gonna be legit and i'm, I'm gonna listen to it on spotify when we drop it 
and I probably will learn to like the um Sufjan Stevens song. I'm sure. I think he has kind of an acquired taste. Yeah. He definitely is an acquired taste. <laughs> definitely. But after you listen to it 30 times, Greg, you'll love it. There's no doubt. That's like every pop song. I mean, <laughs> we'll, we'll make it a pop song. Just play it every five minutes on the radio. It's your favorite Christmas song <laughs> of all time. But, yeah. I want to I wanna also give a shout out to um the Temptations, the Temptations Solid Night. Um for all my church people back home because they is is like a it's like a running meme that says Christmas doesn't start until you hear the temptations say in my mind. That's the first lyrics in that song. And um so I gotta give a shout out to the Temptation Solid Night on this episode for sure. Great song. But not on the list, of course. Solid. <laughs> yeah. I mean with our, with our honorable mentions, we got like now three spiritually minded songs. So we're doing all right. We're, we're doing, doing all right. right. Yeah, yeah. It's great. It's great. Go tell it on the mountain. Uh, I was going to keep naming songs so we can not go to the smoking section. <laughs> it's a great song. <laughs> but no, really, though, it's a good song. I'm going to shout out this album. Um, it's by the Golden Gate Quartet. My uncles, my uncle founded that group. They have a Christmas album. And it's called, it was made back, I want to say, probably in like a long time ago. They're, they're, they formed their group in, in the 30s. But they mm-hmm. made this album in Paris. And I want to say it's called Noel. But um, you get a chance, go on Spotify and look up the Golden Gate Quartet Christmas album. Um, and Shante, Shante Noel. Shante Noel and um, jam to some old school Jubilee sounding Christmas. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Heck yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, all right, well, that's it. That was a that's a great list. Um, don't forget, guys, to um, to check it out on Spotify once we get everything posted and. As always, you can find us on Around the Record at on uh, on Around the Record. We are the Around the Record. You can find us here on our podcast. <laughs> yes. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Around the Record Podcast, and you can get us at Gmail uh, at Around the Record Podcast at gmail.com and on Spotify at Around the Record Podcast. All right. Well, thanks, Ben, once again for joining yeah. us, man. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, this yeah, has been fun. Merry Christmas, everybody. It's been real. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas and God bless. Yes, yes, definitely. God bless. Definitely. People, we're not going to the smoking section. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man.
Thank you.